Hey, sports fans, this is Straight from the Basement with Tommy I'm a sports fan who always said, if I never played a sport professionally, then I want to talk about it. I'm born and raised in New York City. Played organized basketball for several well-known teams in the mid-70s and the early 80s, such as the legendary Home Cold Rucker Tournament, Melbank, Stone Gym, and Riverside Church. LaGuardia House and my all-time favorite, Each One Teach One. Having sports in my life at an early age always kept me out of trouble. If I wasn't playing basketball, I was either playing football or baseball. Hey, sports fans, this is Straight from the Basement with Tommy Ami, where my opinions, views, and facts will cover the hottest, the latest, and the past sports events. Welcome once again. I want to continue to thank Everyone who has liked and subscribed to my podcast, and if this is the first time you viewing it, please do the same. Now, as always, before we even get into today's topic, I got two hot topics for this show. And yes, I'm talking about the Phoenix Suns just fired head coach Monty Williams. If you've been watching and listening to me throughout these shows, you know that I am very very anal when it comes to professional sports, coaches and professional sports. I no holds bar with me. Players, you ain't gonna hear me dog them. But the coaches, listen, I'm 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 just the way I am when it comes to coaching. So Monty getting fired and my books is justified. Listen, this goes back from last season. When he got eliminated in the second round, the semifinals, semifinals, excuse me, the semifinals against the Dallas Mavericks, which they had no, no reason to get eliminated and let Luka just go bananas on them. That was never supposed to happen. They were supposed to go right back to the Western Conference Finals, either make it into the finals or get eliminated again in the Western. But you were supposed to make it back then he was supposed to get fired back then but it didn't happen now you get kd coming to your team in the second half of the season we're talking about superstar kevin durant no he didn't need time to jail with the team we're talking about him hooking up with the book man come on we're talking about booker and kd we're talking about unstoppable Scoring power. Who's stopping that? Nobody. Okay, yes, Chris Paul was hurt. <laughs> but you know that's a given this time of season. They know that. They know he getting hurt by around this time of the season. Yes, Aiton got hurt. But you got other bigs. You know what I'm saying? You could have did some things. I know the joke is a handful. I know he is. You know what I'm saying? But you could have did some things, Monty. But the way you guys got eliminated this season against the Denver Nuggets, it was a, just like a total disrespect for the whole organization. So in my books, yes, it is warranted for him to get fired. Enough is enough, period. Now I want to move on to my second hottest topic. And I hate to be talking about this dude once again. I'm talking about John Morant, another 
gun flashing video on social media. I mean, just had one two months ago. I mean, that was my dude. That was my dude from Murray State. He put Murray State on the map. You know what I'm saying? I was, you know, it was at the Nick game at the Garden, his last visit here. I'm videoing like, like, like I was a child for every time he had the ball in his hands because I'm waiting for something spectacular. And then he does this again. Listen, John Morant, you just lost a fan, a five-decade-year-old fan in me. I got no more respect for you, and I'm going to move on, period. So I want to get started with today's topic. Hey, sports fans, this is Tommy from Straight From The Basement here to let you know that I'm down with the Dewey Does Foundation. Remember your childhood days when you were playing outside all day until the lights came on. Remember when you knew your child was in the house too much and you had to find an activity for them. This is where the Dewey Does Foundation comes in. Dewey Does Foundation was established since 2006. The foundation fundraises to fight childhood obesity. Every purchase helps support youth sports, fitness, and health. Order your Dewey Does Novelty T-shirt today at DeweyDoes.com, an affiliation of the Dewey Does Corporation since 1999. Now back to the show. I'm talking about the NBA Conference Round 2023. So, NBA fans, <laughs> the stage is set. Yeah, it's set. Four teams left out of the 16. Listen, it's going to be on. I don't know about you, but for me, as you can see, I'm just, I'm just in my glory. I'm in my glory, not because my Lakers is in it. I'm just in my glory this time of year when it comes to the Eastern and the Western Conference Final. It's the last four teams standing, two trying to make it in. So let's break down. Who's been eliminated out of the East so far? We're talking about the Milwaukee Bucks, the Cleveland Cavaliers, those New York Knicks, oh, Embiid and the boys, Philadelphia 76ers, Brooklyn Nets and Atlanta Hawks, eliminated out of the Eastern. Here's the Western, Minnesota Timberwolves, the Phoenix Suns, Los Angeles Clippers, Sacramento Kings, those Golden State Warriors, and the Memphis Grizzlies all have been eliminated. Now, here's the final four teams and how they got here. Now, I'm going to start with the Eastern Conference round one. We're talking about the Milwaukee Bucks versus the Miami Heat. Miami Heat moved on. Remember, the Miami Heat was in the play-in tournament. Then you had the Cavs against those New York Knicks. Knicks moved on. Then you had the Sixers going against the Brooklyn Nets. That was almost a gimme, which it was 4-0, right? Sixers won that series. Then you had the Celtics fighting against Trey Young and the boys. Celtics won that series. Moving on to Eastern Conference semifinals. You got, you had, you had, not you got, you had the Miami Heat. 
against those New York Knicks. The Heat moved on. And no Celtics against the Sixers. And you already know, the Celtics moved on. Going to the Western Conference Finals. Excuse me. I'm talking so fast. I am just so excited. <laughs> Talk about round one. Western Conference, please. Denver Nuggets versus those Minnesota Timberwolves. Yes, those Nuggets moved on. Then we had the Suns going against those Clippers. The Suns moved on. Then we had Sacramento Kings against the Golden State Warriors. Yeah, them champs, they moved on. Then we had the Grizzlies against the Los Angeles Lakers. The Lakers moved on. Remember, the Lakers started in the playing tournament. So, we moved on to the Western Conference semifinals. You had those Nuggets going against the Suns. Yes, the Nuggets moved on. And then no champs, which is the Warriors, against those Lakers. Lakers moved on. So, I want to tell you guys, here's my breakdown and who's going to the finals. And this is my breakdown only, my opinion, my opinion only. And I'm going to start with the Eastern Conference. We have the following matchups. You got Marcus Smart versus Gabe Vincent. Now, the way I see those two, I believe they're going to balance each other out. You know, Smart got a little better defense, but I believe those two going to balance each other out. No big deal there. Then you got Jalen Brown versus Max Struss. Excuse me, Max Struss. Now, I don't know what the coach for the Miami Heat going to do, Sposa. I don't know if he's going to have Lowry guarding Jalen Brown. But whoever's guarding Jalen Brown, if it's Max or Lowry, there's no matchup for Jalen Brown. So the edge go to Boston right there. Then we got Jason Tatum going against Jimmy Buckets. Those two going even out. They just going even out. If both on fire, they both on fire, okay? Both ain't stopping each other, okay? So I'm going to just, we're going to just even playing that. Then we got the big boys coming up, Al Horford versus Kevin Love. Those two going to balance each other out. Okay, Orford going to hit some threes. Kev going to hit some threes. But you got the big man, Robert Williams III, versus Bam. And I believe Bam gets the little edge and put Robert Williams III in a little foul trouble. So, that's the way I'm seeing it on the eastern side. Now, Boston. I want to finish up on this eastern side. Boston has the better and the deeper bench. Okay. Miami, not having Tyler Hero for this series, I believe it's going to hurt them. It's going to hurt them real bad. They need Tyler. They need his offense, his playmaking. I know they've been without him throughout the whole playoffs, but he is really needed now. Now, unless... Tim Duncan, and I'm saying Tim Duncan. <laughs> I'll catch flashbacks. Not Tim Duncan. I really meant to say Duncan Robinson <laughs> and Kyle 
Larry, coming off the bench for Miami, they both, in my opinion, for each game, must average at least 15 points a night. Now, that's doable. That's doable. For them to have a shot against those Boston Celtics, those two coming off the bench must, must, at least 15 a night. Both of them. Because without that, I don't think it's enough scoring. Because Boston going to be scoring. And so if that doesn't happen with Duncan, Robinson, and Lowry, I got Boston coming out of this series. Because Boston is just like too deep. And you got to remember, Robert Williams III, you know what I'm saying? He was hurt last year in the playoffs. Everybody's healthy for Boston, okay? They're not missing anybody, okay? Any key player, everybody's healthy. The only problem Miami has right now, again, they don't have Tyler, okay? So Duncan Robinson and Lowry got to step it up points-wise. Point-wise, they got to step it up. So now I want to move on to the Western Conference. Yeah, man. We talking about Jamal Murray versus Austin Reeves. Now, I'm believing and I'm thinking Coach Ham for the Lakers is going to start Reeves on Jamal Murray. Now, we all know that is no matchup. Murray wins that. Hands down. But I'm thinking, I'm thinking that Jared Vanderbilt, my 21-year-old, who's been guarding Steph Curry, who's been guarding John Morant, is going to guard Jamal Murray. I believe Ham's going to do that. If he, He's going to have to do that because Reeves cannot hang out with no Jamal Murray. So Murray wins that if Vanderbilt is not guarding Murray. Then I'm going to move on to Carwell Pope versus D'Lo, Russell, Angelo. Now, they both, the defense of the end, you know, Pope got him by a mile. As far as the offense, D'Lo gets hot, then is on. We know Pope with that great defense he had. But so I'm going to give the slight, slight edge to D'Lo as long as he's on. He doesn't have to worry about Pope putting it on the, on the ground because that's not his game. He's looking for the spot up. He's looking for the pick. He's looking for the joker to kick it back out, hit the open three. He's not trying to put it on the, on, on the, on the floor. So, so D'Lo gets a little break there. Then I want to move on to Michael Porter. Junior, and I believe Jared Vanderbilt is going to be guarding him. Now, those two, if it's Vanderbilt on Porter, then I believe Porter doesn't get off because he don't put nothing on the floor. He's, he's a spot-up shooter trying to come off picks, okay? So, 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 so there's no real worry there as long as he's not open. And that's why I'm believing, I'm thinking 
that hand may switch Reeves, even though it's a height difference. He may shift Reeves on Porter Jr., knowing that Porter's not trying to put it on the, 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 uh, on the floor. He's just looking for a jump shot. Reeves can hang out with him and put Vanderbilt on Murray. That's the headache. That's the problem. Then we move on to the power forwards. Aaron Gordon versus LeBron James. Now, Gordon's going to handle. He got the body weight to handle the old man, the old king. But you already know the king, the wisdom, so smart. And the and ones, as long as he plays bully ball and don't settle for the jump shot, LeBron wins this matchup, okay? He wins the matchup. Now we going to the meat and potatoes with the, with the cranberry sauce and the gravy on the side. We talking about the Joker versus AD. Now, that matchup goes to, to the Joker. Hands down. I've, I mean, the Joker, his body, his height, AD can't handle that. I've seen it. They played four times. Yes, we split the, split this, we split it, two two. But listen, AD can't handle the Joker. Okay, he cannot handle the Joker one on one. That's the major issue. So now AD needs help, and it's gonna have to come by committee. Either either Ham is gonna allow LeBron to cheat a little bit off Aaron. While Aaron is out in the three-point land, I mean, he's going to hit a few, but he ain't no real threat, okay? Or he's going to throw Tristan Thompson and go big along with AD because we're going to need that beef. <laughs> we, we, listen, we signed him. We're going to need the beef. Now, I ain't talking about Gabriel. I'm talking about Tristan Thompson. He got six fouls to give. Put that body along with AD. And 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 let and slide LeBron into the small forward. We got to play big. This is what I'm thinking. We're gonna have to play big. He cannot play the same rotations he's been playing since Golden State and Memphis. If Ham, the Laker coach, does that, Denver wins the series. So now you got it from me. You got it. This is the way I'm looking at it. Now, my last show was about the top 10 Dunkers of all time. My guests and I, listen, we had fun. We had big fun. If you ain't see the show yet, check it out. Now, I need to know from you guys now, from all of y'all, who you believe is the top 10 Dunkers of all times. Please insert it in my YouTube comment section so I can read a few on my next show. Don't have to explain why. Just throw the names, one through ten, and I can read it because I want to know. We're talking about all-time, ten-time, all-time Dunkins. So I want to thank you all for hanging out with me virtually in my basement. To my viewers and listeners, please continue to check me out on YouTube and subscribe. Check me out on the streaming platforms, Apple and Spotify. Also, please remember to check out the Do We Does Foundation that is fighting childhood obesity 
which helps support youth sports, fitness, health at DeweyDoes.com. Plus, check out the Evenflow Coffee Company, created to combine the interests of coffee lovers, fashion, and music. For more information or to make a purchase, visit EvenflowCoffee.com. As I always say, sports is what keeps this world from going insane, either in a pandemic or no pandemic. Until next time, take care.